Coming to you live from inside the globe, perched high atop the Bugle Planet building in sunny Gotham City. It's Hey Kids Comics with two guys who are always ready to seduce the innocent. Your hosts, Andrew Farmer and the Jedi Cole Houston. And now it's time for Hey Kids Comics. Welcome back, fannies. This is Hey Kids Comics. I'm Andrew Farmer. With me, as always, the Jedi Cole Houston. Hey, Cole. I am indeed. We have entered the dog days of summer. It is official. Um, we would call this our summer fun episode, but I'm going to go ahead and coin it the bummer fun episode. Um, I I like that too much when I sent that to you, Cole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. But yes, every year about this time, the uh, bloom is on the flower. And uh, the lightning bugs are out. I don't know what you guys have in Texas. What do you got? Armadillos shitting? What do you we, got? We, we used to have lightning bugs at one time. You used to have lightning bugs. Machine bugs and crickets. Machine bugs and crickets. It's the name of your country album. <laughs> yeah, this was the time of year where you used to go out and there'd be like about 40, you'd like go to say the 7-Eleven, there'd be 40 toads out catching bugs under the spotlight. So <laughs> It's the worst and Randy now Newman the crickets song. are forming gangs and killing all those toads instead. So, it's, Jesus, oh, uh, those Stu the, would love that. These are the dulcet tones <laughs> of one Michael Fraley, um, our special guest tonight. For uh, the Mike, you were on last year, right? For this nonsense, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. So we brought you back this year for our exclusive. Uh, show me on the exclusive Boba Fett where the Batman hurt you episode of Hey Kids Comics where we talk about San Diego Comic-Con and the exclusives that we are not going to be able to get. Cole, this is a time-honored tradition for us, isn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. We, this has been going on for many an angry year. Yes, since the uh, collector sector days. That's so true. It did have its... The... Oh, man. So we're going to talk about this bs that we're never going to be able to get i wish i was i'm just exhausted now i can't even be angry anymore i'm just exhausted well, um, we had some lead time to get really pissed off before we recorded this show that's true that's true we were sending each other links furiously for the last two weeks about stuff that we get it just says damn it and damn you and just whatever other things we can we can possibly say to each other um, but yeah, we're going to get into this. We got a lot to go over. So I want to make sure that we have time to hit all of the high, mo- high notes. Um, so, you know, uh, first of all, Mr. Fraley, you said something really disturbing to me earlier today. And, uh, I just want to, oh, okay. I want, well, I mean, you, every time I see you or talk to you, it's, <laughs> it's something I've come to expect, but you, but of particular note, um, you said something to the effect of there are only two things that I care about that are exclusives. So I'm getting off pretty easy. Um, what kind of monster are you? And um, <laughs> how do you how do you become a level of psychopath that can look at all this stuff and say, I only want two things? Yeah, you can go through the, the volumes and volumes of San Diego Comic-Con exclusives and just kind of go, eh. What if, yeah, what if money was I'm pretty, I found this shrinking head air freshener that's 
pretty much nagging at me that I need it. But I don't know. You know, I kind of looked through it this year. I mean, last year there was a few things that came out. I think there was a Lego set. There was a Funko set. Um, I think now with – because my, mine's gone mostly to Star Wars is what I'm collecting. And with the that convention coming every year again, I think most of the companies have moved all their big stuff to there instead of San Diego. So this year there was a Hot Wheel has a mouse droid, which is amazing looking that I was wanting. And then um, Damn, was that Del Rey a, a had a Celebration Chicago. Or is well, that, yeah, last year is, now or is that Celebration, one? what is it, Anaheim, I guess, this year somewhere. Or, but is the uh, mouse droid going to be uh, Anaheim or was it? No, it's at San Diego. That's what I'm saying. So at San oh, Diego this year, that was the two I saw was the mouse droid. And then there's the um, the Thrawn trilogy cover for the for Del Rey, which looks pretty cool. It's got a bunch of little Thrawn buddies behind him instead of just him and Emperor on the cover. Um, and then there's, I mean, there are a few other things, but those are the two that, especially that mouse droid I saw that just pretty much pissed me off because I knew it's not going to be or anywhere else. Maybe the Hot Wheels website, but I haven't even checked, so. Well, Mattel was pretty good about last year, last couple of years, having the stuff available on Maddie Collector. And uh, just so folks know, that is damn cool. Uh, I don't normally go in for the the Hot Wheels cars, but he I, says I love that. Them. But then he goes in for the Hot Wheels cars. Yeah, I've got Let's a few. Real clear, <laughs> but, but about this that. one, I damn it, I must own this because that's that's very clever. There's a lot of really clever stuff this year. That's that's one thing I always like in the research for doing these things is finding the, like the real clever, cool stuff that they have. Like um, I sent you one, and I don't know who I don't know whose booth it's going to be at. And frankly, they can kiss my ass since I'm not going to be there. Um, but it's the ice tray for the invisible jet, uh, the Wonder Woman invisible jet ice tray. Which is such a cool idea yes. because it's see-through. Like, of course, of course. It's almost as good as the uh, Hot Wheels. I think it was Hot Wheels that just did the uh, the blister pack with nothing in it, but it was branded as the Invisible Woman's Jet. Yeah. <laughs> Which was just great. Good on them for that. Like, Oh, it's like the uh, picture I saw where the apparently it's some naval air base or something they uh, – put three uh basically the uh the wheels for jet fighters yeah on the section of the tarmac with a sign with the wonder woman emblem on it that's awesome that's awesome i like it when people get creative that makes me happy um so uh, of the things that of the things you've seen because i've shared you know an insane amount of uh information with you michael like is there anything else that just jumps out at you and you say, man, that's that's something I hadn't considered, or I, I'm really interested in that. And if I was there and standing in front of it, I don't think I could fight the urge to buy that thing. Oh yeah, I mean, there's the the Chia Pet uh, Java. And that's you know one of the it's some of the stuff I haven't seen this year because it, it, a lot of it was like little shares instead of you know the big. Um, I didn't pay attention to a lot of the things that were coming out, but yeah, the Chia Pet Java's on there. There's a, actually a pin set that's a a Han Solo blaster and then a Han Solo and carbonite is pretty cool. I don't remember who has that one. Oh, that uh, was pretty cool. If if it was in front of me and I had the money, the the He Man set with Adam and He Man would probably be. Even though I don't collect them anymore, would probably end up in my bag before I left. <laughs> um, and then there's a poster, a little metal poster for Hoth 
the hop root beer or something like that, that they would probably definitely go. There's so much like there's so many pins, like like oh, enamel pins this year that are really 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 cool. Um, I was talking about, and I think it was on a show before, the Misfits uh, skull from the band The Misfits, except it's Captain America. Oh, That's I saw that. So damn cool! Like, and they have a T-shirt, and it's all really relatively, you know, low price. If you're standing in front of them, I can't go to their website and buy it. Bunch of dicks. But if you're there, we need proxies. They should have proxies. I can I can use DoorDash to get Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can have if like, I want like to go Uber to Taco SDCC. Bell hire, yeah, an Uber. Why don't they have that for SDCC where I can order on their website? Somebody will go get it for me, and I'll have to pay them a service fee for doing it. Mike, get on that. Well, I mean, here we go. I mean, that, we're, we're talking about it right now, so it's time to get that set up. Uh, you just need to find a person in a, you know, shouldn't be that much to do. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. If you if you offered that service, I know this is an aside, but if you offered that service, you you order it, you pay for it in advance, right? Or 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 you don't even have to pay for it in advance, right? You order it and you charge a service fee. Let's say that service fee, you can't go and you can't live without something and you charge $25 a pop over the entirety of San Diego. I guarantee you there are enough people that would take advantage of that. You could probably pay for your airfare and your tickets out of those service fees and get yourself a nice little vacation out of the deal. Yeah, I think the only concern would be there's always these dick moves. Dick like, moves. That's my favorite Bob Seger song. Yeah, I, that, I love that song. But they <laughs> and they have it playing in the background at the vendor booth. It's uh, in the way that you use it. Sorry, that's, that has nothing to do with this conversation. You, know, you show up or you stand in line, and they have like you know forty that day for seven hundred people in line. Right. And so it would, I think that's one of the reasons if it was sort of built in if there was sort of this agreement among the manufacturers that you know this needs to be a kind of universally accessible thing yeah you can't get it at walmart so you know your average joe is never going to see it sure but at least those of us who genuinely want it well, uh, so or at so, least put it like have a website, you know. And after, let's say you sell your forty for the day, and you don't anything that's left over is available to buy off of there. You know, actually through. But see, the other the problem you have is there is exactly what you're talking about out there, and that's places that, in some cases, I honestly believe it's all been prearranged. But there are a lot of online retailers and a lot of just people in general who I think are going to San Diego, hiring some hack off the street to go stand in line for them and buy armloads of this stuff for them to resell. Sure, I'm, I'm sure. And that's why I've called exclusivity the collect- collection assassin for years. Well, you're bitter. Oh, there's that too, but I was already bitter about a lot of other stuff. Well, there, there are people in Florida and in California that actually make livings off of going to the Disney stores there or the the the, um, the park stores and buying stuff and turning around and selling it. Sometimes Inside they're going the in the shoppers for other people. Yeah, and buying the park exclusives and selling it. I mean, my God, what was it, two or three years ago when they did that Indiana Jones Jeep? And 
I mean, you know, a day later they were selling for two, three hundred dollars online because the people would go and buy all of them. So I mean, it's part of it's that, you know, it's how close you are, your accessibility to the things, and so, you know, it's it's there, the ability's there. It's just the you need that person that's not going to be dickish about it and actually charge you. If it's like right, like this Horn King two pack, it's thirty bucks. I'm selling to you thirty five dollars plus the shipping and handling. You know, and not, oh, well, it's $30 here, so I'm going to sell to you for $65 because I have to make double what I paid. Exactly. Type of thing. So speaking of um, exclusivity and the pain of waiting in line for something, um, I want to talk at the very top of this about Funko because they're infamous for their Funko lotteries where yes. you have to win the lottery basically to get something that day. Yeah, um, you literally have to get in a raffle for the right to spend your money on their item. And the thing is, that's not all that unique. It's not new uh, because uh, back when uh, Wizards of the Coast was the original originator of HeroClix, uh, I remember it was the first Wizard World Texas, they were that year's Wizard World Tour exclusive was Galactus this giant-ass Galactus Hero Click. And it was supposed to come with a chromed Silver Surfer Hero Click. Okay. That you could put on his outstretched hand. Well, by the time they got to Texas, they somehow still had these, uh, you know, their big-ass uh, Galacti, but they didn't have any Silver Surfers, so they just made a little base with a dot on it and said Invisible Woman. And it was just... and I. I'm bitter about that because it was another illustration of how Wizard World Texas was from the outset and is to this day the redheaded stepchild of the Wizard World Tour. <laughs> but that didn't stop me from getting one of our regular customers uh, to go and get in on the lottery. And on the second day, he was able to purchase a Galactus for us. And I had no sooner unpacked the thing to display at our booth than it sold for probably more than twice what we paid for it. Sure, sure. So I'm not, you know, I know where that's coming from, but it wasn't like we had 10 guys over there trying to get on the lottery every single day. But, um... I've I've done that, too. When we did your last last show, we stopped in Eastwood on the way up and bought, like, four of the Stormtrooper Doomback, or Doomback sets that no one could find in Dallas. We paid, what, 10, 15 bucks for them, and then I sold them for $45 each there. So, you know, as long as there's some chump out there willing to pay it, but... That's so true. Um, so Funko, right? Um, Cole, you're you're not you've you've voiced your opinions about pop vinyl figures. Yeah, you know it, it's well known that I had nothing, no desire for pop vinyl whatsoever until such time as the I discovered that damned um, Sharknado. Yeah, right. But they got cool. And then they started coming out with hammerheads and that pissed me off. They got some cool stuff this year. You know, they they got some some pretty average stuff. Uh, I think was it Michael was it you that said, "Oh, look, Funko's just painting their stuff one solid different color and, and selling it as exclusive now." Was that you? Yeah, that's what they've done to the Star Wars one. Is for the last what three big cons, that's what it's been is here we're just going to make it blue or we're going to make it gold or we're going to make it silver or green. And so that's or wherever possible, Bill. There's money I'm saved. 
<laughs> yeah, but that, I forgot yeah. about their Disney collection with the Horn King and the what's his face from the Black Cauldron. That one's pretty. That awesome. one is really cool because it's Black Cauldron. Yeah, and it's, there's nothing for the Black Cauldron out there. So correct, correct. But you know, they have a really cool, and, and a lot of the stuff they share with stores. So I will say that Funko does a decent job of of putting those things out there in various locations. They have a they have a um, digest accurate Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not one of the ones from the Netflix show, but like one of the ones from the actual Archie Digest. Um, that's really cool. I like that one. Um, but the one thing, the ones that I was interested in talking to Cole about because of the fact that he, you know, has such a problem with with Funko are um, the Funko Pop Pez dispensers, Cole. Um, and they have all of the banana splits. Oh, hell. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do something like a, you know, toothbrush blood spatter. After the new the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they have all of those. Um, they... <laughs> They have Lazy Luke, which I haven't seen a Lazy Luke from Wacky Racers. The, the, <laughs> the, the you know who Lazy Luke is. I'm not going to try to explain it. But they're, the, yeah, from the Hillbilly family. There's some of the stuff like, uh, because they're doing the same thing, Michael, to Batman as they're doing the Star Wars stuff, which is they're just chroming yeah, it and right. making it a thing. But I'm still interested in them. Like, that's how, that's what a sickness I have. As I still want those, um, but you're right. the 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 two pack the dark crystals or the black cauldron two pack is fantastic. Like you can't get um, black cauldron anywhere. Yeah, I mean nobody's touching that. And I think one thing that has happened with the convention exclusive, sort of the rise of the convention exclusive, as it were is that you're seeing companies able to take a chance. I mean, the prevailing wisdom used to be if there's not an active right now in the theaters movie or right now on the your small screen television show to back up a license, there's no point in spending the money on it. Right. And that wisdom is gone. Because, uh, by the way, there is my, my favorite pop figures – are um, the the two pack Scott Pilgrim Vegan Police? <laughs> yes, that's oh, yeah, all that. Cool. Which is great. Which is just damn fantastic. Uh, and you were saying, Michael, you like the Office Space one. What, what was that one about? It's it's the the guy that's on the cover of the the movie was just covered in sticky notes. Yeah, it's just it's just that guy. It's it's not in the Funko when it was somewhere. Well, yeah, there was the somebody bottom. else who did it. Um, Oh, is this SCC Times Funko? No, that It might be from Super but it's a Seven. Funko guy, but it's under somebody else. Well, and that's the thing that Funko does is so you can go to Funko's booth and get Funko's exclusives, right? But then if you look at everybody else's booth, they all have Funko exclusives too. It's like what? So you guys had Funko make your exclusives that you're going to put at your booth. But Funko also has their own exclusives that they're putting at, at their booth. Yeah, because, I mean, in the same way that they make exclusives for Hot Topic and uh, maybe GameStop or what have you, uh, they they do exclusives for various vendors at these big shows, and then they turn around and uh, 
also have, like you say, they've got their own. So it's sort of they're they're contracting out some stuff that they may not have ever thought to do themselves or offering up uh, maybe a cheaper repaint because it doesn't cost them tooling. They also uh, have a really sweet man thing this year. So. Yeah, Sokatano Automotive yeah. Accessories Collection. There, there's, there's one everybody needs. What, what is it? It's car stickers to make your car look like a Soka. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now, and, and then you remind me of that damned uh, man thing. Yeah. Pop, and I'm, I may have to cross oh, that line it. one more. Yeah. You'll get it. All right, we're moving on to Hasbro, gentlemen, because that's that's the the golden ticket, right? That's 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 where we go cross-platform with all, with all of our loves between Star Wars and Marvel, and it's all there. Stupid, stupid Hasbro. Trolls. Troll dolls. But you have Those to... <laughs> you have to admit, though, that Hasbro is one of the better exclusive producers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They because are because they do uh, pretty much make all of their exclusives available online. That's true. So you, it's exactly what we're done. You know, we, what you would wish for is to, um, and apparently, Michael, you'd said earlier that Hasbro Pulse has uh, like the Ben uh, Boba Fett. I think it said, yeah. And I was poking they around on their the website. Yeah, and Target has the Darth Vader. That, honestly, I think the Darth Vader's kind of tacky looking. Striking <laughs> me down with the youth card, but like, that's just the ugliest damn thing ever. I don't really know why you would want it on your shelf, but <laughs> it's for. Com- but that's the point. It's for completionists, right? That's why you make it an exclusive. Is because if you have, sure. that's the one you don't have. That's your white whale, you know. And oh, exactly. And, that, and again, that's right. why you have that problem with just it, exclusivity. You will always see people say, you know, well, this is it. I'm getting out of the hobby because they just oh, have yeah, Every enough. year when I was big on the Funko groups, that was it. It was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm tired of this. And then, you know, the next time that same person was in there commenting again, really, again, for real this time, <laughs> I'm done. But, oh, look at this $1,000 pop I just bought. So... <laughs> Man, people are buck wild for those pop figures, though. Like, buck, buck wild for those pop figures. But um, Hasbro has some ex- some some really great exclusives this year that I think we're all going to have to, at least, at least Cole and I are going to have to try to get. Um, one that we've been begging for on this show for a year is the uh, uh, Marvel Legends uh, Elders of the Universe 2-pack. Because we've been screaming about where where's our Benicio Del Toro figure. Yeah, because they announced uh, probably at Toy Fair that we were going to get the collector or the uh, Grandmaster figure. And we're like, well, I guess Benicio is going to get sort of bypassed right. completely. And they're like, ha, I got your nose. <laughs> because they're releasing a 2-pack with all the paint jobs, all the weird ass paint jobs, I love, I love, 100% love the Grandmaster facial expression. Yes. On this, I thing. like that one better than the one from the 
Grandmaster Korg two pack actually. Right, right, and and the Benicio with the weird like um, appraisal goggles from Jared's. Yes, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, and yeah, and and uh, he has his melty stick, which we talked about. Um, yeah, I, I'm really into this. What else is Hasbro putting out? Well, there was the uh, aforementioned Boba Fett. I'm going to have to call Fraley down on this one because I'm not finding that sucker on Hasbro Pulse, and I'm getting a little pissed off here. Uh-oh. <laughs> where, uh, I think it's in the email that he sent. No, he means uh, on the actual website. Oh, I thought you'd I seen it. Uh, maybe they haven't put their exclusives it's up yet. yet. It's, yeah, it's not up yet. It just said that it's going to be on there. Yeah, and I think the same is going to be true of Maddie Collector with the uh, various Mattel stuff. So hopefully I'll be able to snag that uh, Comic-Con. But we'll get to Mattel in a minute. Uh, But San Diego Comic-Con, Hasbro is coming out with, you know, me. My my biggest wheelhouse is, uh, of course, the Star Wars. So we have uh, the Boba Fett. It's basically the Black Series Boba Fett, but the paint application is to reflect the original uh, Kenner Boba Fett. Right. The way Boba Fett looked in the non-screen accurate version that we got throughout the Kenner. As long as there was a Boba Fett on the pegs, it was always the same paint job. They never tried to go back and correct it, (laughs) which, which, you know, I applaud them for that. There were the odd running changes like Big Head Han and Small Head Han, but... uh, for the most part, once they did something, they stuck with it. Right. They ran it into the ground. <laughs> That's right. So it, it's kind of a clever little nod. This will be the third, technically the fourth iteration of Boba Fett, if you count the fact that there's probably some subtle differences in the archive version of Boba Fett and the original Black Series release. And then there was that damned, vexing Walgreens exclusive uh, quote unquote prototype where they just basically cast everything in white. I had that and then I sold it. I finally came by one here in Texas. We got them months after the rest of the nation had sold out. Nice. So if, if you are really keen on Boba Fett, you could have, you know, three or even four if you're a completist uh, iterations of Boba Fett in that scale, which is kind of fun. Sure, yeah. No, it is fun. Um, And then, of course, uh, this is for uh, Jason the X of SCNS Live. The Transformers, like, Optimectomus (laughs) 1. You know what makes that one? It's a box. The box is like a a plasma or a proton pack. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, That's actually probably cooler than the... The little truck itself. Hasbro has done some really clever stuff with packaging for their exclusives. Like some years ago, they did the three and three quarter inch scale Ant-Man set with different incarnations of Hank Pym. And the box itself was shaped like Ant-Man and his helmet, you know, from the comics. And once you got it, you know, once you purchase it, there were little cardboard antenna that could be pulled outward complete the look yeah it's pretty rad it's pretty rad um i'm into this set because it's just again it's one of those things that you wouldn't it's this this i feel like is a true exclusive right yeah because it has value added 
they have like a slimer with it. It's got the paint job, you know, everything's set up. It's a classic looking Optimus Prime. Um, Optimus Prime, however, I don't know if you guys noticed this, um, because there isn't a really good shot of Optimus's back, but he's got a proton pack. His gun connects ah, to a proton pack on his back. That's clever. So, like, this is a true weird exclusive that you would just be like, okay, I need to have it because I collect Transformers and I love Ghostbusters, but, you know, I will never see this or buy this in a store. Um, is this Jedi Destiny set anything, gentlemen? Like, is it special in, in any way that you can discern that you would want to have it? It what? actually looks like it's such a question out before. That's what I, I may thought. just be imagining. It. Yeah, it. I remember that they had the because they did one with Anakin as well, um, but they were called Legacies or something like that, and it was a few years ago, and it looks like these exact same figures. It was just like every iteration of that character. It may have actually had two more characters than this set, but yeah, it's not. What the the packaging three. though is invoking the old three packs that Kenner used to put out in the eighties. You would, like, find them in maybe the Sears or JCPenney catalog, things like that. And, uh, you know, it, but they are all three pre-existing figures. It This is, I think, like you're saying, this is an, an exclusive in the sense that you wouldn't necessarily be keen to buy this. If it was anywhere but there. You said but there. But you also, you wouldn't necessarily be looking for this if you were an, someone who opens their yeah. figures because you might already have one or two um, or all three. This is the kind of thing for the people who never open anything to be quite frank about it. Nerd. Nerds. You gotta, you gotta enjoy because your it's, figures. And it, it does. I mean, um, even if you're an opener, no. like <laughs> even if you're an opener like me, it's a fun display piece. As every now and again, I'll, I'll have things that I don't open because they're fun display pieces like that. If God forbid I got the multicolored Darth Vader prototype, whatever the hell that thing's supposed to be, I would go with, uh, you know, I would probably display it on the card because it, it works better that way. Right. It looks natural that way. I don't know who's making it or where it's from, but it's a Tiki set with a Millennium Falcon as a gigantic thing and then a Han and a Chewbacca yeah, it's almost it's somewhere between an overly large tiki mug and a too small punch bowl. But who has it? I can't even figure out who's got that one. There's a the company that makes that. I don't know if they're making that for some vendor or it's it's their own, you know, exclusive sure. there. Well, but it's there. It is exclusive there. We yeah, know that. that's true. No, that's available for pre-order somewhere else but i can't figure out but the thing is but that's kind of what i was saying a lot of this stuff is available for pre-order to be picked up at san diego so yeah so what you do is you order this stuff in advance of the convention and then you go pick it up at the booth that's more what i was referring to with having your convention yeah there is a lot more of that going on these days uh, even as far back as the uh, first couple of Wizard World Texas, there were the odd uh, vendors who had some exclusives that were pre-selling in that way. But can we talk about something that I personally don't care about? And we're, we're going to jump off of Hasbro a second. I don't know who the hell's making this, and it may be Hasbro. <laughs> it's, 
But whoever has the WW whatever license. Oh, it is Hasbro. No, that's Hasbro, baby. No, it's Mattel. Oh, it's Mattel. It's Mattel. Sorry. So this is a good segue into Mattel because I couldn't care less about wrestling figures, but this thing is insane. This is one of the most brilliant, like, double licenses ever. It's Macho Man Randy Savage Slim Jim edition where he's wearing the costume from the Slim Jim commercials of the 90s or whenever that was. Are you snapping to a Slim Jim? What I think is really interesting about this is we're starting to see these weird, really meta exclusives. Like last year, and I have it on my shelf, we talked about it on last year's show, was the Prince Adam singing the What's Going On song from the YouTube video that somebody made, and they made a figure. Like a I know, it's figure. So I have that. But there's this really weird meta kind of self-aware figure making now. I, I think there is a, a tremendous sense of the market for exactly that sort of Exclusive. fun uh approach something and this is truly an exclusive i you would be hard pressed to put this out at target or walmart and have you might be you surprised know, have people like tearing it open thinking oh they're they got slam deals over here honey and then like what the hell but it's packaged in the kind of packaging that a you know the counter display of slim gems comes in yeah right down to the tear band mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about two-thirds the way up and then inside you've got Macho Man Randy Savage in his costume, resplendent with streamers of yellow and black and red. And in each hand is a counter display box of Slim Jims. <laughs> so good. So like, if you want to set up your GoPro and, and shoot your own retro commercials with your action figures, theoretically, you're halfway there i know so many people that want this because a they're wrestling fans right and b oh, yeah. they're action figure collectors and c they love a good joke like exactly this is one of those things that i want to sit on my on my you know display shelf and just have it there because it's such a yeah. good joke I, I actually want this for that very reason i want people to come in the studio and say why do you have a oh my god that's why you have a, a macho man randy savage so can we put three orders Plus, in for the yeah. macho man randy yeah, savage I grab those for all three of us because i also want to have because of the scale of this i want to be able to do things like you know uh use my marvel legends or my black series it's like you know uh emperor palpatine snap into a slim jim (laughs) (laughs) why did you do cobra commander's voice doing randy macho man savage or or better yet you could have like the red skull (laughs) from infinity or from uh captain america first avenger you know instead of holding a tesseract He's got a box of Slim Jims. <laughs> you wear a flag and think you will fight the War of Nations? Listen. Snap into a Slim Jim. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Red call it what it is. It's the it's the it's the Slim Jim Finity Gauntlet. And um, <laughs> the Slim it's, it's the Jim Finity Gauntlet. It's the Jim Finity Slim Slim Jim Finity Gauntlet, and uh, you have to snap. Oh, that's so true. Damn it! I'm so good. 
Yeah, snap into a half a box of Slim Jims. My, because well, it starts out as a whole damn box of Slim Jims, and then you snap, and you only got half of it. You still have to pay for the whole damn thing. And pan up, pan up, and the uh, and half of the boxes like you're chewing on them like Twizzlers. They're sticking out of your mouth. That's right. Michael, give me something. What do you got here? Do, do you got any Mattel wants? I know you do. You were just talking about one. So the Mattel? Yep. Well, there's the He-Man thing. That one's on Mattel, isn't it? Yeah, that's Mattel. That we were? Yeah, so there's that one. I think that's really the one that that jumped out at me from Mattel because, like I said, the only Star Wars thing is that tacky-ass Vader. Well, I have to say, I, doing... I love the fact that there is a shielded Batmobile. Yes, which honestly is something that I might not be able to live without since I have three different shielded Batmobiles, including the original. Oh, yeah, with that crappy cellulite covering. And I love the fact that it comes with a little figurine of Batman, and he's holding his right hand up to his mouth like he's got the little bat mic saying, shields. It's so cool. Or... Yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. Well, the Batman, Mattel, Mattel does some some really cool Batman stuff. They got, one of the things I'm really interested in, Michael, have you seen the Japanese Spider-Man car? It's a no, thing of beauty. Uh-uh. Oh, you should look it up. It's super interesting. I got is... out of the thing on another thing, and I can't find the thing to get back into the thing. Hold on. I, th- I think if you put in, like, Hot Wheels Spider-Man SDCC, you'd probably find... A hundred images of it. But while you're looking that up, they do a, they're doing, so what was the one they did last year that was the four pack for DC? Or no, they did the Aquaman, which was a three pack. It was Ocean Master, Aquaman, and Black Manta. And it was reproducing a cover. And they're doing it again, but with Batman, where it's four, it's four really weird Silver Age Batman books where it's like the negative Batman the How to Be Batman, the uh, Rainbow Batman, which is the culmination of all the different colors of Batman, and then I forget what they call the Zebra Batman. I'm trying to remember. I don't think it's just Zebra Batman. It's um, uh, yeah, it is Zebra Batman. It is just yeah. I Zebra think it, he was actually uh, attacked by Zebra Man. And it and God's truth. And what's cool about it is the Batman is very very reminiscent of the. Um, Superpowers six and a quarter, six and three quarters inch line they released with Superman and Aquaman and Green Lantern, but the the rest of them and it's one of those where this package has to be huge because they're all six they're all six and three quarters inch figures. Yeah, and then there's a lot of packaging above them. Yes, where it's the eighty page is... giant, it's broken into four. It's really cool packaging. They're really cool figures. Like I, this is something I would like to have in my Batman figure collection, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the the variations like this, the the wacky, weird stuff. And again, this would never, this would not fly at normal retail. Zebra Batman, and you know, might be sitting on the shelves. You might get some, uh, you know, if this was at Walmart, some hayseed would kick the Rainbow Batman to the ceiling, not getting it. Well, and you saw how poorly. The three and three quarter inch Deadpool rainbow figure sold. Yeah. Like, even if you put this in a four pack, 
and sold it for what is it, sixty bucks? Because I think that's what they're selling it for on Mattel. Eighty dollars for this thing. So it's twenty bucks a figure, which is yeah. in line with retail pricing. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's a crap ton of packaging, and they're still hitting that price point. Uh, the aforementioned Batmobile uh, again. One of the things that is kind of annoying with uh, Mattel's exclusives for SDCC is the surfeit of packaging. They do it to, for presentation. I think that's part of the yeah. exclusivity. Yeah, I think it, it's definitely aiming at people who are never going to take these out. Uh, but it, it's like the uh, Hasbro's uh, Han uh, with the Minoc. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, not that one. That, that, that package, tonnage packaging. Because mine is out of the package, and we were joking about doing a photo because uh, I, I bought some little uh, plastic uh, or little rubber bats from the dollar store at Halloween. <laughs> and we're joking about maybe <laughs> doing a thing where we would uh, take some of the bats and. Uh, or put one of the bats in where the Minoc was and find some other figure to put in there. So look, this figure swapping has just gone too far. <laughs> and just see how many people on Facebook just get outraged. There's this one, this is completely off topic, but we've got a store here in Ohio and I don't know where else they have them. I would need to look it up, but called bargain hunt and bargain hunts a thirds or a fourths where, you know, it's, it's, stuff that everybody else wants to get rid of so they sell it to somewhere else well then when they can't get rid of it they then sell it to bargain hunt bargain <laughs> hunt has no planogram no structure it's just here's a toy section and then just stuff right like yeah. everywhere yeah i'm saying it sounds like dirt cheap which okay. i literally i make no bones about it. it's a retail hell it is but you can find the best things there, I found the Ant Man um, Yellow Jacket two pack, Marvel Legend two pack for twenty bucks. All there, you know. You find great things if you're willing to go. If you're willing to walk through this valley of the shadow yeah. of death, you can find things. But the, my favorite switch is there was a two pack of like kids, um, of like kids, uh, Hawkman and Hawk Girl figures, and. One and the Hawkman had been taken out and swapped with a Sheldon from um with a with a Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Oh man! But the wings were still there from the Hawkman. What the? I don't I don't know I don't know. I know we dropped we we, we dropped our fair uh, Michael Fraley. We're bringing him back in now. Um, but yeah, it was the weirdest switch I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but also in this mix, <laughs> let's see, what else is in there from Mattel? Oh, well, one of the things that is just dynamite for me is that there is a, an exclusive, it's, it's dynamite up to the point it's a damned exclusive, but apparently, what do they call this line? There's a check here because I was actually looking at some of the other figures from this line that are not exclusives. But there's a uh, Jurassic World Legacy Collection. Oh, yeah. From Mattel. They're three and three quarter inch figures. They've got this amazing Allie, uh, Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler and this dead on uh, Ian Malcolm. 
that is just exudes gold bloom. <laughs> and essentially what is going on with this is you've got um, – they figured out the least marketable character that they can – you know, I think this will help bolster the line at retail – is the exclusive and overly packaged uh, John Hammond. You have been about this John Hammond figure since go. I'm telling you, it, it's it's Hammond eggs over here because uh, he comes with a little uh, platform with one ha- uh, two eggs in it, one hatching, uh, presumably meant to be velociraptor eggs. And he's got his little bamboo cane with his little dollop of amber on the top and it just it's a great likeness it's a great it's just an amazing figure and now all of a sudden i've got to have this damn uh the other three uh character principal characters there's also muldoon which i'm kind of riding the fence on him but i i really want the uh, the two paleontologists and the the rock star and I, I just wish, you know, I hope that maybe next year for Comic-Con we'll get a three-pack of the Lawyer Gennaro and the two kids. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the kids would be great. Why we don't yeah. have the kids and a Velociraptor, maybe a kitchen playset, is beyond me. But... Well, they they have apparently... What's weird is... Mattel went all in with their Jurassic Park line or their Jurassic World line, and they're doing all these, these species that don't even appear in the film. Right. And the smart thing is that's going after the dinosaur collector market. Right. Because I so you, I want this Plesiosaurus to go with my Mosasaurus so they can uh, have an aquatic play date. So we got to start thinking about wrapping her up because we're, we're already approaching an hour. But I Did we, were we able to recover our guest? Or no, it he... looks like he got. Uh, I think the uh, San Diego Comic Con mafia grabbed him for saying there were only two things he uh, wanted. That's so true. They're gonna beat some sense into him, and then he'll he'll buy. Uh, um, I have buy to talk. We'll, we'll do some quick hits, but I have to talk about this uh, Mezco. Uh, it's hard enough. <laughs> it's hard enough to get Mezco one twelves from the website. They are wildly limited um they're wildly limited in in their in their runs you you can usually get them in the aftermarket at conventions they're going to run you 100 120 130 depending um at retail and by retail i mean through their website because they don't sell to they don't sell direct to any store they're going to run you 85 95 bucks these are uh premium premium class action figures cloth you know cloth capes a ton of accessories and they're doing a current version of moon knight exclusive to san diego comic-con as if it's not hard enough (laughs) for for like to go get one that you want at a convention because you know you have to get lucky about who they might or might not have there's two or three of these that i really want and I just can't find them. But one of the cool things that they've done with this is so it comes with, you know, his his two truncheon, you know, Nightwing style truncheons, but they also break into grappling, grappling hooks and, you know, spears and nunchuck, nunchaku <laughs> and all of those various things. But his second head. So he has the Moon Knight cowl head with the black mask. 
his second head is Mark Spector's face with the cow pulled up to his forehead so you can see his face. And it goes under the hood. So yeah. it looks like he's pulled up his mask. And it is such a damn cool effect. They're doing such stellar work. It's just, I wish they were easier to find. They have really attached themselves to the aftermarket in such a way that it's it's hard to find. Um, it's hard to find them. So, Cole, let's do yeah. some quick hits on some of this stuff so we can uh, get out of here if we need to. Um, what, what else well, are you were... seeing on the list that you're interested in? Well, the thing that is we often talk about, or I often talk about heavily uh, on toys, but there are some really cool, there's somebody had a um, kind of a lapel pen or a, that was a spinning Avengers pen. Okay. That had uh, like the Avengers A and then it, all around it are symbols representing the different Avengers characters. And presumably it rotates on a central pivot so you can just sort of, you know, wind them around depending on who you want on top at any given time. Uh, one, uh, I guess, kind of going back to toys, uh, NECA is going to be pissing people off in a big way because they've done some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles based on the 80s movies. Right. Live action. And they actually are putting out a set with uh, Splinter. Oh, I saw it. That's such a Shredder, cool the movie version of Shredder, two Foot Clan Ninja, and a basically a weapons rack and a whole plethora of you know it's like the training center yeah it's the sewer where they where they go steal shredder from the sewer which is if you you know of a certain age when you watch that that was a very tense and emotional scene in that movie you know and they're making the figures which is super cool yeah and it's an exclusive which isn't uh, another one is the the John Connor from it's so uh, good. Terminator 2. It's such an amazing likeness with a perfectly scaled and, you know, uh, represented dirt bike. Plus, the oh, it, it comes with his, oh, that uh, computer skimmer. Thing. Yeah. yeah his, his laptop uh, ATM card skimmer and the term, the original Terminator hand. In its glass tube. Um, the one one of the things that I didn't think I was going to be as excited about until I saw it because I've always wanted it was they have if you have sixty dollars you can go get the um, the battle the 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 medal of Yavin. Oh yeah, Star Wars prop replica. So you can unlike Chewbacca. <laughs> Have your own medal, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, see, I think this is the ideal gift for Chewbacca cosplayers. It really is. It should be the gift for all of your Chewbacca cosplaying friends. It's so great. I, I would love to see someone at a convention running around as Chewbacca and sporting that very thing. Okay, Lego. Okay, Lego. We'll come out with these SCCC sets. Let's see what they got. Holy crap! There is a Batman Lego. Oh, it's so, yeah, yeah, with a yeah. rooftop, with little Lego gargoyles. Yeah. Even a Lego bat signal, which There's is like a cool. motif. Yeah. This backdrop motif, all in Lego, and then there's this wonderful uh, Captain Marvel sets. They're doing and, so much cool stuff with Lego, where it's and one of them is Goose 
in full Flurkin. Right. Which is absolutely brilliant. So they basically have just taken the Lego cat body and giving you the pieces to have all these spiky tentacles and stuff. But the cool thing they did they had... with the Captain Marvel was the way that they have her ability to be put. Le- yeah. Lego is so cool in the way that you can position the way that they give you the ability to uh, mess with their sets where she can be flying alongside the ship, the proto Quinjet um, and, and they have her, have her attached alongside the, um, the Batman Lego set that you were just talking about affects the, a force perspective. Yes. Which is so, such a cool idea. Like you, you look at it and you get the sense of depth of a roof of, of like the span, the spanning rooftop. Yeah, you can, you have the city, uh, you know, spreading out behind him. Right, but it's really like it's just flat, six and... inches deep. <laughs> okay, we we have to mention we didn't get to this one when we were talking about Hasbro. Okay, there's the uh, vintage style carded black or uh, not black series, but the uh, Marvel Legends Hulk. Yeah, the 80th anniversary Hulk, and it's a great looking Hulk figure. I'm not usually down with Hulk figures, but that figure is a good ass looking Hulk figure. That really does. It captures the the feel of of a classic Hulk, and it's just like how? Why do they have to come out with all this cool shit that I probably can't afford if I can buy it right off the <laughs> the top right now? Right. I need to start saving this year for next year San Diego exclusives, but I'm, I'm going to have to pony up for that collector and grandmaster set because it's just. I mean, it, it became the the emblem of this uh, particular issue of the show, and it. Uh, oh yeah, I think we'll both end up having to have that one way or another. Um, but yeah, but there are some. There's a lot of cool, you know, buttons and pins and figurines and oh, stuff. So and much. then, the, the other thing I wanted that just blew me away. I haven't messed with Hero Clicks in forever. Yeah. But there is this real? Was there a, an actual Avengers one million BC? Oh yeah. So it is the Avengers 1 million BC Ghost Rider, uh-huh. which is, I guess, some sort of prehistoric character uh, affecting the Ghost Rider motif on a flaming mastodon yeah. or woolly mammoth. Yeah. And uh, then they also have a, uh, a Pyroclix figurine of uh, Dupe from, uh, was it Ecstatics? Yep, it was. Doing, uh, doing his best easy rider uh, and instead of uh, Dennis Hopper, uh, it's Mr. Talkie Tawny, apparently making a rare crossover appearance. <laughs> and apparently there's a Phoenix Force Magneto as well. There's also a Heroclix animated series Batmobile. Yep. And a Heroclix Lobo with Dog. That's so great. Um, I do want to end on this note, if we are ready, and that is to talk about last year's favorite booth, um, DKE. One quick honorable mention. I'm not sure who makes this. It might be NECA. Yes. They're having a Comic-Con exclusive of the uh, Dickish Sensei from Cobra Kai. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, A Karate Kid, you know, uh, probably about a six to eight inch figure with cloth costume 
and even has the tattoo on his bicep, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm sorry, Gamora just took a header. Um, oh, no. Uh, but we also, before we go to DKE, Cole, we need to talk about the NECA two-packs that you brought to my attention that I've, ne- I've since looked at and are fantastic. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's touch on those real quick, if you would. Yeah, we, we have to mention the Superman versus Aliens and Batman versus Predator, which are insane. There's this, like, super kick-ass alien figure, a really well-done Superman figure with multiple heads and hands and accessories like actual heat vision. I love those. I, I love those effects that they're putting on things. And then Batman in this kick-ass bat armor, the special anti-predator armor, one must assume. Sure. The predator here has all, he's got his, like, decapitation frisbee. <laughs> he's got his homemade batleth. He's got all of the accoutrements of Predator. And Batman comes with a bat. That's right. A baseball bat. Where you can recreate that scene in Batman versus Predator, where Batman's just had enough of this extraterrestrial killing machine. <laughs> and he starts to invoke Robert De Niro. Just, and touch him. Just starts whacking him with a bat. Talking about baseball. It's whacking him with a bat. But de- beyond just being cool-ass figures, right? They are really, really good-looking figures. Yes. Well-sculpted. The Superman is a very well-sculpted figure. The um, the better Superman. Yes, yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, I, I wouldn't mind having that Superman. The Batman. Just a Superman. Just, the Batman figure is very, very well-sculpted. Um, the, Of course, the Predators and the, the Aliens, their old hat. At sculpting predators and aliens. See, you kind of want to get the Batman set and have him taken that bat after Edward Furlong. <laughs> Let's get that John Carter. John Carter. John Carter. Connor. Are you are you a Terminator? What is happening right now? I was just going into my trench. Oh, okay. Okay, you went into your trench. It happens to have a lot of people going into the trench. Oh, my God. All right. DKE. You haven't heard from a long time. I haven't. So DKE makes designer figures that are usually one of a kinds or like 10 of a kinds. He makes them all yeah, by hand. Just what you can get away with. Right. Makes Oh, they're 50. I'm sorry. They're numbered to 50. So he spends all years, all year just making these things. And some of them are numbered like to 25. Um, there's one called it's cardboard. That's only numbered to 25. And it's literally just a board, like, like the, the carded back to a figure that's hand painted. <laughs> um, he's got, um, Lurker, which, or I'm sorry, it's Luker. Luker is $55. Luker is Luke Skywalker. And it's just a ridiculous figure. <laughs> um, he's got a four pack of Keanu Reeves three inch figures that are all hand painted and sculpted by him. Those are 65 for the four pack. Um, the Great Showdowns figure, which is 50 pieces, which is a hand-sculpted E.T. and speak and spell with legs. <laughs> I absolutely 
something about that's just, I love it. Um, and of course, he's got these fine art for $135, fine art pieces that are all hand done, hand illustrated on card. But he's got the old uh, Powers of the Force figures from Star Wars. Um, and he's hand-painted cards and has them blistered onto those cards. One of which is, of course, Cole, the Hammerhead figure. Yeah, I saw that one. And it looks great. It looks great. But he's got a he's got a loose. I had to learn to draw the line when the Super Seven and Funko did that Hammerhead that was it was or did the Alien that was painted in the scheme of the vintage Hammerhead. Oh right, but you still need that. I do. Let's be let's be honest. The thing is. Uh, a lot. This is something interesting. Is I was looking at some older SDCC exclusives, and some of them are falling out of vogue. So be patient. Wait a couple of years and go looking for this stuff. You might uh, fare better than if you bought like right away. And you don't want this uh, for forty five dollars. You could get a crucifix, um, and the crucifix is a stormtrooper on a like. What what is affecting like that Star Wars Death Star motif? But it's a crucifix. Uh, that one's uh, that was pretty interesting. <laughs> I that oh but oh oh I know what you want for 120 bucks. The amazed oh, here we go. The amazed spandex man, which are three and three quarter inch Spider Man figures that all have two heads. <laughs> like why not? Why not? Why not? This guy, I mean, this guy just makes the weirdest stuff, and I'm, he doesn't have as much, it doesn't look like, as last time, but he's still got a lot, and I'm, I'm super into what he has, so. <laughs> uh, last but not least, and one thing I did want to mention of things that I would totally buy if they were available in store, because I guarantee you they'd be reasonably priced, if you go through and you look, and I don't remember who makes them, I wish I did, Oh, by the way, there's a there's a Kiss Love Gun four pack. Did you see that? Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, the uh, I think is that Super Seven. I think it's and Super Seven. Funko. Yeah, yeah, made a Kiss. Love oh, and Gun. I was thinking our uh, that Stu from Midnight Movie Cowboys would just go nuts for yeah, that. Yeah, he would go crackers for it. There's also a four pack. As of, would Blakey. There's a four pack of Golden Girls buttons. There's a lot of Golden Girls exclusives this year. Um, I don't know why, but I'm not. I, I support it. Um, they are vintage glasses, uh, vintage Star Wars pint glasses, um, and the ones that they have listed are uh, Skywalker and Son Landspeeder Service and Repair, and Most Eisley Trading Company, <laughs> and they're like they're like old vintagey like business. Yes, those would be just cool to have. Like I would exactly. just like to have those, but. You know, a laugh. And like uh, Michael had mentioned, it was the I think like uh, the Hoff Cola or something oh, like that. Oh, that sign is so cool. Like the tin sign is so yeah. cool. Hey, there is one more I do want you to talk about, and then we're going to wrap it up. All right. You were talking to me about the the influx of Super Seven and their peanuts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, of all people on his Facebook page, Paul Dini, who was uh, behind the Batman the animated series, the creator of Harley Quinn had uh, posted a picture of the creepy as hell uh, invasion of the body snatchers dog man. Just, and he said, you know, just when I finally got over this thing, then here comes 
Super 7, and it was a Snoopy wearing a Charlie Brown mask. Mm-hmm. So I got curious, and I went looking, and apparently Funko and Super 7 are coming out with a line of figures based on the Peanuts comic strips. And what's clever is there's like one with the very first appearance of Charlie Brown. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was the very first comic strip of Peanuts. Right. Back when his shirt didn't have that zigzag on it yet. Okay, okay. I guess he realized that he needed, he needed to kind of break up the monotony at some point. He needed to it up. Yeah. So. that zhuzh. Yeah, Queer Eye for the Straight Peanut. And it's basically just Charlie Brown walking down the street, and as he's approaching, these two kids sitting on the curb are like, one of them saying, "Here's good old Charlie. Here comes good old Charlie Brown. There's good old Charlie Brown. Hey, good old Charlie Brown." And then when he's out of panel, he's like, "I hate that guy." <laughs> and I honestly, I do believe that was the very first Peanuts. And what a wonderful commemorative because you have the entire thing reprinted on this extremely wide blister, and then here's the little figurine of that version of Charlie Brown that the prototypical version and there is a box set that's an SDCC exclusive that reproduces the the flap of the box opens up and you have the comic strip where Charlie Brown is coming up to Snoopy wearing a a dog mask effectively a Snoopy mask and going boo and freaking him out and you know Snoopy charges off all with a you know angry bubble above his head and then you see him wearing a Charlie Brown mask and Charlie Brown shirt going boo which is just weird and they actually made a cloth charlie brown shirt to put on this snoopy figurine with a creepy charlie brown mask so weird so weird. it's weird and brilliant and and a true exclusive type of thing because this is a unique kind of uh figure that wouldn't necessarily fly at regular retail no it would not it would 100% not. Okay, all right, all right. Let's wrap her up. Uh, that's it for this year's uh, Bummer Fun special. That's right. As uh, the title said, don't cry for me, San Diego. <laughs> so good. Um, the truth is, I always hate you. Um, yes, and we're coming to you exclusively. Exclusively. On the Jedi Cole universe at JediCole.com. You can exclusively write to us at jcumail at yahoo.com and uh, tell us where you can find us exclusively on exclusive web pages else. It's <laughs> yeah. At HK Comics Show gets you to um, to us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, uh, we, we're still live. We're still posted every week. We're back now. Thank you for uh, not rising up. During our hiatus, we appreciate well, that. We have the best fannies, I'll We tell have you. the best fannies in the world. Uh, um, but, yeah, what are we doing uh, next week, Cole? Well, next week we are going to have our summer fun issue. Oh, yeah. Last several years, annually, we've done what DC used to do every now and again, and even Marvel would have the odd summer fun comic. Right. Now we're we're not uh, ready to tell you what we have planned, but it's oh, uh, it's summer and we're going to have some fun. <laughs> That's right. Um, we're going to enjoy ourselves, damn it, um, because That's we right. need to. But. That's it for now, so buy, collect, enjoy your exclusives, you sons of bitches that are going to 
SDCC. I'm looking at you like super yeah, cool. Unless you can hook uh, hook your brothers up here, in which case you're not a yeah, same in, bitch in which case you're great, and we love you. And call me because there's a couple things that I would really like you guys to pick up for me. Um, yeah. All right, say good night, Cole. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody, and uh, tune in next week for some fun. They're spooky. They're bitches. They're the spooky bitches of Lubbock. And they're coming to YouTube September 2019. Follow the Spooky Six as they navigate the alternative art scene in Lubbock, Texas. If you love Halloween, art, Lubbock, and the things that go bump in the night, follow the Spooky Six on Facebook and Instagram. They're not basic bitches. They're spooky bitches. Spooky bitches.